0: Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. It is me, Elizabeth, and (laughs) I know, it's a super strange title for a podcast, WTF Happened. I know, but I have a question for you, and that question is, WTF Happened to your January goals, right? You know, the motivation, the expectations, the things you said you'd do, the goal you said you'd reach in January. WTF happened. Good, bad, or ugly, maybe some of you guys are crushing and that's cool. Let's take a second, honestly and objectively, to compare our intentions, what we plan to do, what we said we would do, with what has actually happened. Did you do what you said you would do? Right? Maybe you did. Maybe you're crushing it. And if you are, freaking awesome. Keep it up. Keep crushing. Don't stop keep doing what you're doing. But I have a sneaking suspicion. And in fairness, it's more than a sneaking suspicion because I talk to you guys, you email me, or you're in my courses, or you're in my group coaching. So I kind of know that most people did not hit the ground running in 2016, the way that maybe they thought they would hoped they would or told themselves they would, right? And if we look back, We can sort of have that feeling like we didn't really take advantage of the first six weeks of the year. If you're listening to this six months from now, you can look back to when you set that goal. Have you really taken advantage of that time that passed? Have you brought your A game? Did you bring forth your very best effort? Probably not. Again. And you know, I don't want another month to go by or another six months to go by and feel like... We've wasted time, or maybe we've put on weight, we've mastered really negative habits instead of fostering new healthy ones. I want to pause the tape and have everybody refocus and adjust the game plan because the longer you let it slide, the longer you go feeling maybe not in control or not on the right track, the more guilty you feel about it, the more disappointed you feel. And, and most importantly, the less you believe in your ability to actually achieve your goals. And I won't stand for that. I don't want anybody feeling like, oh, I'm not doing the work again. Here we are mid-February and I haven't done the work. We are not going to let the year slip by. We are going to reel it in. We're going to learn what we can. We're going to adjust and we are going to get to work. We are going to get to work starting like two minutes ago. Because this has happened before, right? Great intentions followed by failure to execute. And the challenge is that we really begin, and many of us are past that beginning point, to not trust ourselves. And our word and our commitments lose their meaning. We doubt our own commitments. And it chips away at our confidence and our ability to change. And of course it does. So I want to talk about some of the reasons that many of us maybe are feeling like we kind of left some of it on the table, we didn't put our best effort forward, we didn't follow through, why we repeatedly fall short, and then more importantly, what to do about it. Typically, the goals that we set are entirely dependent on willpower. They're not about slowly and strategically building new habits or implementing new systems. They're kind of like... Puffy Clown and Marshmallow dreams, right? Intentions, hopes, lovely ideals, but entirely ineffective. We set these big, broad, willpower-based goals, and then, because we haven't really done the underlying work of establishing a habit, our other habits, our true habits, take over as soon as life happens, right? Stress, fatigue, family obligations, whatever. When we set action goals, even very specific action goals, like I'm going to eat clean or I'm going to prep my breakfast every night before I go to bed, here's the challenge. We're leaving the mindset part of things, our barriers, our challenges, our reality, untouched. We have done nothing in setting these goals that are very action-based. We have done nothing to enhance our capacity to create or maintain motivation, and we've done nothing to enhance our capacity to weather the storms of life. You know, with my group coaching clients, we started on January 5th, and we have weekly challenges that we work on together. Only two or three of them have been related to food. The rest of them have been related to the mindset side of things because we have to enhance that capacity. We have to train our mental muscle if we want to be able to stick to the very specific action-oriented goals that we set for ourselves. Because as I've said a million times, we can know that we should have a fat loss friendly breakfast. It's not that we don't know when we choose the bagel or the muffin or the donut. It's that in that moment, we give in to temptation and we say, Ugh, whatever, this one thing doesn't count or I just can't today or I'll start tomorrow. So if we don't tackle the mental muscle, of course, we're going to have the same results. We ignore the tough stuff and we think that the decision to make better choices will be enough this time for some reason and it's not. Now, this approach is often referred to that I'm talking about with New Year's resolutions or just weight loss goals in general where we say, yeah, yeah, this time I'm really going to eat clean. This approach is often referred to as same pond, same frog. We go into our goals with the same circumstances, having changed nothing about ourselves, same frog, same pond, and we're just determined that things will be different. But they won't be. We know they won't be. You can be successful with the same pond, but new frog. You change something within yourself, or you can change both yourself and your environment or your circumstances. You can change your circumstances, but without changing yourself, it doesn't matter because you'll still not have the mental muscle to do the work. So how can you approach this as a new frog? How do you become a new frog? The mindset side of things, right? That is what it is all about. And that is the entire focus of my Breaking Barriers course. And it's almost the entire focus of my group coaching. Yeah, we talk about food. Yeah, we talk about fitness. But it is the mindset game. It is the mental muscle game that is the biggest game changer. I need you to hear me and trust me on that. When we ignore the mindset stuff, as soon as we experience emotional friction, stress fatigue anger sadness we crumble we give in we give up we fall off for our goals to be achieved for us to be successful we must create and continuously generate three things motivation self-discipline and consistency the trifecta of achievement the mental muscles we have to build over and over again, and here's the key, under stress, under stress. Not like, you know, when we think about training our actual muscles, like our physical muscles, they have to be trained under stress, right? We can't pick up a pencil and do bicep curls and expect any any change, right? We have to change and train our mental muscle routinely over time and under stress, motivation, consistency, and self-discipline are the mental muscles we must repeatedly train over time and under stress. You can have the old pond, right? Many of us can't change our work situation or our home situation, our stress situation. Old pond, new frog. You can change yourself. So how do we do that? How do we become the new frog? How do we train these mental muscles of consistency, motivation, and self-discipline under stress? I want to share with you five ways to begin training these mental muscles in an effective way, but you got to do the work, right? Are you just listening to the Primal Potential podcast every week, smiling and nodding and, oh yeah, that makes sense. What a great idea. Or are you doing the work? It is not about what you know. It is all about what you do. As it says in, I don't know, the intro of the show or the outro of the show, one or the other, we have to bridge that gap between knowing and doing. And a huge part of that depends on your commitment to train your mental muscles over time and under stress. Now, I'm going to go through these five ways to start doing that. And then I'm going to invite you to a free live training that I will be doing on seven very specific in-the-moment strategies. So that will only be live. It will be online. It is uh, February the 16th. I'll give you the details at the end, but it's only going to be live. So there will not be a recording available for it. So the first of the five ways I want to tell you to train these mental muscles is start small. Start small. If you are like me, you maybe have chipped away at your confidence in yourself, right? And just like our eyes are often bigger than our stomach at a buffet line, our capacity for change and our willingness to do the work, they're often greater in our imagination than in our intentions. And that is so reflected in the fact that we can set these big goals and feel really good about them, but not do the work. So the key here is not to set goals so lofty that you let yourself down and don't do the work. We have to build confidence, and we do that by starting small. This is how you train your mental muscle. Small wins, over and over and over and over and over. If you can get 100 small wins in a day, great. If you can get two small wins in a day, great. But start small. For example, wake up and decide, today, I'm just going to write down everything I eat. Every time you do that, that's a win. Good choices, bad choices, and different choices, whether it's Taco Bell or grilled fish, it doesn't matter. You said you were gonna write it down, do it, period. And say, I'm gonna do that for X many days. Or maybe you made your frittata a couple of days ago, but you didn't have it yesterday because you were in a rush and you decided to grab a bagel. But today your decision is, I'm gonna eat it and I'm gonna wash my dish immediately. That's it, small wins, do it over time. Or I'm going to go to work today, and when I'm thirsty at work or I need to distract myself at work, my options are water and coffee. I'm I'm going to stay away from the soda today. I'm going to stay away from the juices today or the, you know, whatever special fancy coffee drinks that I normally go for. Water and straight-up black coffee. We have to start small to build confidence and momentum. Maybe your way of starting small is, I'm just not going to hit snooze. I'm going to start with creating small wins by just not hitting snooze. Start the day with a win, which is really, really closely tied to number two, which is keep your word. We break promises to ourselves way too often, so often that they almost have no meaning anymore. I tell my coaching clients that they need to adopt mantras related to keeping their word. I keep my word to myself. I am careful about the promises I make to myself because I don't break them. Unfortunately, the reality is our word to others has become more valuable than our word to ourselves. How many times in a day do we talk ourselves out of something that we already decided on, that we already said we would do, but it's negotiable? It depends on how we feel in the moment. It depends on how tired we are. No. If you say you're doing something, you keep your word to yourself. This is why starting small is so important. Because if you're always taking on so much that you set yourself up to break your word because you can't possibly do everything you said, you are eroding your confidence. Be very careful what you decide to do because once you've decided it, this is training your mental muscle. You do not waver. You do not Break promises you make to yourself, period. The most important person that you keep a promise to is yourself. This is one of the single most powerful mental muscles you can build, period. Make this a priority. Make it a mantra. I keep the promises I make to myself. The third way to build these mental muscles of motivation, consistency, and self-discipline is to challenge yourself. Remember I said these mental muscles have to be trained over time and under stress. If you decide, oh, well, I'm going to have eggs for breakfast every morning, but you've been having eggs for breakfast every morning for the last five years, that is not challenging yourself. Bring challenges to yourself. Here's the thing. The world throws challenges at us all the time, right? Bring challenges to yourself. That is where growth happens. That is where you break through to new levels to become a new person. It's kind of funny because I, I kind of had put my thoughts together for this episode several days ago, and I'm recording this on a Tuesday. So, yesterday, Monday, I started this five day mental toughness training um, through a guy named Mark Devine. He wrote a book called uh, The Way of a SEAL. He's a former uh, SEAL commander. But the, the reason I'm sharing that is because I have to challenge myself, right? There are certain things about my fat loss lifestyle that, like, they're easy, right? I go to the gym every single day. That's my routine. It isn't a challenge for me. The workouts themselves are part of how I challenge myself, but the habit of working out every day, that's not a challenge for me anymore. It was once, and it's cool if it is for you, but my point is, Eating whole foods is not a challenge for me anymore. It's just now, it's my standard operating procedure. So, it's not enough for me to just, like, get a workout in, eat clean. I have to challenge myself. The way that I work my muscles under stress, I must work my brain under stress. Because the world is going to bring me challenges all the time. Situations, frustrations, oh boy, they come a mile a minute, right? But always be looking to challenge yourself because this is where growth happens. I saw this five-day mental toughness training and I was like, done, I'm in. Day one was holding a 21-minute plank or 1,000 push-ups for time. Not 1,000 push-ups over the span of a day, 1,000 push-ups for time. So it is no joke, but challenge is a prerequisite for growth. You cannot expect your mental muscle to grow or improve without enduring challenges. This is a conscious effort and choice. If you give in and give up every time a challenge arises or you focus on challenges as a negative thing, like, oh God, I have another party this weekend. How am I going to handle it? What am I going to do? The mental muscle doesn't grow. But You can embrace these things. You can change your perspective instead of like, oh my gosh, there's this vacation or this business trip or I'm not feeling well. Everything was going good, but now I'm sick. Instead of seeing these as negative, see them as, oh, this is what I need. I need to challenge myself. And this provides me with the opportunity to challenge myself. Ask yourself, if it were possible to overcome this challenge, whatever it is, What would it take if it were, like, if you don't believe that it's possible for you, okay, whatever, fine. But just ask yourself, go through the exercise, if it were possible to overcome this challenge, this temptation, this setback, this concern, this anxiety-producing event, if it were possible to overcome it, what would that take? And then ask yourself, can I do that one time? Whatever it would take to overcome this challenge in front of you... Can I do it once? Yeah, of course you can. Of course you can. So look at challenges as really great things that you need to build your mental muscle, you know? It's like if my trainer, if I walked into the gym tomorrow and he said, all right, we're going to be doing back squat and he handed me a PVC pipe instead of a barbell, I'd be like, wait, wait, no, 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 no. That's too easy. But when it comes to food him carrying out the barbell that I should be like, all right, let's load it up. Let's make it heavy. When it comes to food, we look at that carrying out that virtual barbell and we're like, oh my God, no. What am I going to do? There's a birthday party. There's a trip. There's a vacation. I have cravings. It's PMS. Hey, you need those challenges. That's how your mental muscle grows. Buck up, suck it up, push through it. You can do it. Get tough. Work that mental muscle. It is a requirement and it is a precious joy. Honestly, the fact that we have the ability to build our mental muscle, not everybody has that. So change your perspective to like, oh my gosh, it's another birthday party. Oh, it's Friday night. and Everybody drinks on Friday night. What am I going to do? This is the challenge I need. And I'm not a quitter and I am not weak and I don't give up and I don't give in and I don't make excuses. I make things happen. Don't put yourself in the situation on March 1st going, WTF happened to February. No. You know what happened to February? Elizabeth happened to February. Elizabeth crushed her goals. Say that about yourself. Say that about yourself. Whew. It's getting hot up in here in this closet. All right. Number four, which is very much related to number three, is be positive. Negative people often don't even realize how negative they are. Ask yourself honestly right now. Am I a complainer? Am I a complainer? If you're not sure... You're a complainer, right? One of the things that I do in my Breaking Barriers course is a 24-hour negativity inventory, which for a lot of people is like, whoa, I didn't realize just how many complaints or negative ideas or thoughts or concerns come out of my mouth or through my head in a given 24-hour period. If you go into any type of goal focusing on why it's hard why it's not fair, how your body's different, and all the obstacles, you're going to feel stuck because you've made yourself stuck. Where the mind goes, the body follows. So we have to really control our thoughts. Change your perspective. Change your perspective to think more like, I can do this. I will do this. If anybody can do this, I can. I'm not average. I don't quit. I choose to make this fun and easy. I'll tell you, today's workout was a really good opportunity for me to practice this because it was a tough one and i told myself i'm not average i don't quit i choose to make this fun and easy i choose to make this fun and easy i've got one more i've got one more i don't quit i'm not average do i want to think this sucks i'm dying absolutely but as soon as those thoughts pop into my head i quickly redirect it to Uh, If I go down that rabbit hole, I am going to sit down on the floor and pass out right now, but I'm not average. I don't quit. I choose to make this fun and easy. These are the kinds of mantras and affirmations that I really work with my group coaching clients on, and I teach in Breaking Barriers, and I'm going to be teaching these very specifically in my upcoming free motivation masterclass. The fifth, and this is so huge, this is the last one, guys, stop beating yourself up over bad days. I'm right here with you. This is one I still have to practice. I am not perfect. There are choices I'm not really excited about, but we have to stop beating ourselves up over bad days because there is nothing productive that comes from that. Seriously, there is nothing productive that comes from that. And I had a really great interaction with one of the ladies in my 90-day fat loss fast track group. The next one starts April 8th, I think. Um, But she had decided, we we all set our own individual goals, and she had decided she wanted to limit the number of indulgences she had in a week. Awesome goals, right? She quantified it. Super great goal, right? Well, then she posted in our private Facebook group, and she's feeling a little down, which happens, and we work through that. She set her goal as five. All right. Five indulgences per week, which it's totally that's not a magic number. It's relative to where you are. That was relative to where she is, which is different from where I am, which is different from where you are. But what happened is with five, she felt deprived and she ended up having like three times as many. So she felt defeated and she just kind of stopped. She was frustrated. So she she reached out to me in the group for help. And it was in her her asking for help was brilliant. I was thrilled that she did. And here's what I said to her when she explained the situation. I said, you need that kind of feedback. And I'm reading you exactly what I wrote to her. I said, you need that kind of feedback. Don't fear it. Don't think of it as a failure. Use it. Okay, five was too few. Fifteen was too many. Look at your journal. We have a 90-day journal. Look at your journal. What was your average number of indulgences prior to shooting for five? So identify that average, dial it down just a couple from that number, and then practice. You might blow it, but that's okay. It just means that you need more practice. And then she responded and said, I'm also kind of fuzzy on like what an indulgence is. Sometimes it's this, sometimes it's that, blah, blah, blah. And I said, you get to set those standards. It's about practice. Don't sweat the details. Just start practicing. It's only in practice that we find the way that works for us. It is not in fretting and thinking and structuring. It's in the doing. And then she asked a couple more questions, and I said, maybe pick your absolute favorites, and decide that anything other than your absolute favorite just isn't worth it, right? Either way, you get to make these choices based on you. Less thinking, more doing. And then the last thing I said to her was, you find the answers in your practice, not in your perfection, and not in your head. So if we look at choices we're not proud of as failures... And we think, Ugh, I blew it, screw it, I'm done, I can't do this, I messed up again. No, that's the beauty of this. In those moments where you feel like you dropped the ball, that's where all the magic is. That's where the answers are. That's where your feedback is. You find your answers in your practice, in your doing, not in your perfection, and not in your thinking. Now, I want to talk to those of you who are feeling a little bit frustrated. Why do I keep making excuses? Why do I keep falling short? Why am I not seeing results? I get it. And (laughs) I wanna share this with you because I just heard this word this morning and I'm not saying that this is you, but it has been me in the past, so I can relate to it. The phrase I heard this morning was slacktivist. Not activist, but slacktivist, like slacker and activist, slacktivist. I think we've all been guilty, and my hand is raised highest, we've all been guilty of being a slacktivist, like really caring about the cause, being passionate about fat loss and really informed about fat loss, but not doing the work. Not creating results for ourselves. And if you feel like you're there or kind of there or sometimes there, can we hang out like me and you, for real, live? live where I can directly talk to you and you can directly ask me questions or share your struggles. It's free. There's no strings here, but one of my favorite things, and if you've been on my live webinars before, you know this, one of my favorite things is live webinars because I get to freestyle a little bit and you can communicate with me real time so I can help you through your challenges real time. All right. Cause there are a couple of options. As you're listening to this right now, you can think, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I need to do that. Or you can decide, I'm not wasting another week. I am not going to wonder. WTF happened to February. I am going to take action, right? And I know you know you need that. I know you do. So there's a couple of things. Obviously, I've mentioned this free motivation masterclass. I really want you to be there. You can go uh, to the show notes page. For this episode, and you can register right there, or you can text Motivate Me, one word, Motivate Me, to the number 33444. All right. So you can go to the show notes page for this page. You go to primalpotential.com, you hit the podcast tab, go to the show notes, you can register right there for this masterclass where I'm going to be talking about seven ways to stop making excuses, get out of your own way, and fast track your results. So, you can text motivate me one word to 33444 or go to the show notes page for this episode. The other thing that I would like for you to do is get the free motivational mixtape, like, you know, old school, make your own, like, collection of best of. I have put together a series of very, very short audio downloads to help you generate your momentum and your motivation you can get that. It's totally free. You can download the files, primalpotential.com slash mixtape, M-I-X-T-A-P-E, primalpotential.com slash mixtape, or text the word mixtape, one word, M-I-X-T-A-P-E, to the number 33444. But what I really, really want, what I really want is for you to get super excited about your goals What I want to do in this free masterclass on motivation that's February 16th at 8 p.m. Eastern, I want to help you get more excited about your goals than you are about food. I want to help you deal with moments of temptation in a way that's going to accelerate your progress, not detract from your progress. And I want to talk. I want to know what you're struggling with so I can help. It's free. It's free. For the love of Mike, it's free. So I really hope that you'll decide to be there. I want to wrap up with what I ate yesterday because I told you I was bringing that back because it was helpful to some of you guys. Brunch was cauliflower rice with eggs, bacon, and toasted walnuts. So it's probably like two cups of cauliflower rice with one egg, one slice of bacon, and maybe like a quarter cup of toasted walnuts. Then a few hours later, I had probably about two cups of whole fat Greek yogurt with some cinnamon in it. And I've talked in a couple of past episodes about why I love cinnamon for blood sugar control. And then dinner was salmon cakes and Brussels sprouts, walnuts I posted on Instagram. So I took like maybe a little bit more than a quarter cup of walnuts and I put it in a glass bowl with about a teaspoon of coconut oil, a few drops of stevia and some cinnamon and I tossed it in the microwave and then I just stirred it all together. It was so good. They were hot and a little bit toasted, and they were sweet and cinnamony. Oh, so good. So good. But anyway, I really hope to see you for the Motivational Masterclass. All you've got to do is go to the show notes page for this episode to sign up, or you can just text MOTIVATE ME to 33444, and you'll be signed up. So I will see you there. It is Tuesday, February the 16th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, live only, no recording, Hope you'll be there. We'll see you guys soon. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number four.